0: All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. We do not offer tax, accounting, or legal advice. Consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation. All investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird & Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC.
1: And welcome once again to Invest Wisely. Our local guest is Walt Sakira, who is the managing partner of the AKW Group, based in Fairlawn and also with an office in Washington, Pennsylvania. 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 They're at 3560 West Market Street here in Fairlawn in Akron. We're going to talk in the next half hour about the stock market and about uh, how the AKw group invests uh, their clients' money in individually owned portfolios of individually owned stocks so all secure is an expert has been in this business more than 30 years and I tell you 2020 will be one year that he won't forget soon but let's look at well, at last week last week a quiet week uh, really ending 2020 one of the indices uh, hit another record high so what did you see in that foreshortened uh, last week of 2020?
2: For sure Bob, yeah, last week, uh well, happy new year to everyone as we start off the the two thousand and twenty one i like I said everybody was probably glad to turn the calendar and uh and move into a new year uh as you said, last year was an interesting year and one we won't forget uh but last week was a short week uh, with the the holiday uh the market uh, you know closed early part of the week and um You know, what we saw was the market move ahead. Um, Again, the the Dow Jones was up 1.3% for the week, uh, 406 points, uh, closing the year at 30,606.48. It's a 7.2% year-to-date return for the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Uh, The S&P was up 1.4% for the week, uh, closed at 3,756. And again, year-to-date, we're at 16.3%. Uh, the NASDAQ also found a gain last week of 0.7%, uh, up about 83 points. And year-to-date, that NASDAQ was 43.6%. So if anybody had the the NASDAQ uh, type of investments, it was a really nice year. Those are the kind of years investors dream about. And the Russell 2000, which was the small uh, company stocks, small and big company stocks, uh, was off 1.5% last week, Bob, and... Um, Again, lost about 29 points here to date, though, finished up 18.4%. So, overall, you know, a good week um, for, you know, for the market. And there's some positive news. You know, President Trump signed uh, the new relief bill, um, you know, $900 billion. uh, And we also saw AstraZeneca um, over in uh, Europe there uh, get approval for their COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, which should help. You know, when we think about the vaccinations around the world, uh, we need a lot more companies getting these vaccines approved and getting them distributed. And also the AstraZeneca vaccine um, doesn't have the same, uh, you know, cold restrictions as far as how to transport the vaccine, so it might be a little bit easier to distribute. So some positive news that that the market saw last week.
1: Our phone lines are open for your questions for Walt Secura about the stock market in 2021, 330-673-1234 here in Akron. And outside of Akron, it's toll-free, including on WNR.com for our listeners in Western PA. It's a 330-673-1234, and that toll-free number is 800-669-4100. what well, let's take a look at uh, 2020, as they say that that was the year... That was taking maybe a quarter by quarter or, or a couple of months by couple of months rundown of how the year began and, and what happened as the year went on.
2: Yeah, but if you remember, we came into 2020, you know, coming off a really good 2019. You, the SP was up 31.4 uh, percent the year prior in 2019, the Dow was up 25 percent, and we, we moved into February with you know the market advancing about five percent. And then, really, the the wheels came off, and uh, that's when we saw uh, really a, a huge change due to the you know the news of the pandemic. Uh, twenty three days later, uh, we saw you know the S and P was down thirty five percent. So a twenty three day trading pattern where uh, you know we saw the global economy was in a tailspin, international borders were closed, uh, major corporations were you know tapping their credit lines, the unemployment rate was skyrocketing uh stay-at-home hor- orders were being given in most states um in-person schooling you know started uh uh you know grounded to a halt and everybody was sent home um so you know countless business uh, restrictions that were coming down so i mean that that really was the big change that we saw um you know at the early part of the year
1: then, uh, of course, as we went through that first quarter and got the uh, uh, realized how bad the pandemic was going to be. On April ninth, the Federal Reserve made an announcement that affected the market for the year.
2: Yeah, they really did, Bob. I mean, the Fed did a lot, um, and, and that was kind of the game changer of the year. You know, first in the end of March, they you know cut the Fed funds rate down to really zero to point two five percent. They lowered the discount rate by a hundred and fifty basis points. They lowered the bank reserve requirements, and then the real game changer was when they uh, took the cap off the QE program and basically said that they would... Uh, purchase, you know, treasuries, commercial paper, corporate bonds, municipal bonds. And really what that did is it, it, it gave some stability to the credit market. I, the credit market was really where there was huge concern um, because everybody was in a little bit of a panic. And, you know, in our economy, when money gets tight really quick and, you know, people start running to the banks and worrying, you know, that, that creates some real economic uh Uh, You know, catastrophes at times. So uh, the Fed did an amazing job. And then a few days later, Congress stepped up and, of course, they came out with the CARES Act and, uh, you know, really brought some fiscal support, a $2.3 trillion act. Um, So there was a lot of monetary and fiscal support that came to the table and and it was needed, Bob.
1: Now, that was in April, so now the, you know, the pandemic continued. The news uh, wasn't good throughout most of the summer, but we were hoping for the uh, opening of a, some sort of virus or some sort of treatment or some sort of cure, which never seemed to come our way. So the market, it did kind of crawled back, though. In spite of all that, it started to get a little bit better. And then in October, uh, it really, really kind of changed Was uh, as people realized there might yet indeed be an end to the pandemic someday soon.
2: Well, yeah, I think it shows the, the strength of our health care system and, and and the strength of the leadership that we had at the time, even though it was a political year. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of uh, rhetoric going back and forth about when a vaccine would be developed. Um, you know, obviously, when we head into the political season, you know, it sounded like a vaccine might never happen. Um, and, and a lot of that was posturing. But, you know, the medical profession and, and, you know, all the scientists out there and all these great companies step forward and they developed the vaccine very, very quickly, as we talked about in an unprecedented time. It uh, gave a lot of hope to the market. Um, you know, and, and America showed their resiliency. You know, it's still the greatest economy in the world, the greatest country in the world. Uh, a lot of people did what they needed to do, and, you know, companies did what they needed to do, businesses did what they needed to do. And, it, you know, we really got through a very, very difficult time. And now there's a lot of optimism. I think getting through the election has helped. And as we look into 2021, there's a lot of optimism that this economy will continue to uh, open and get better.
1: Of course, the election year isn't over yet. We still have another election coming up this week, in fact, in Georgia. And the importance of this election is that it could it could uh, determine whether or not one party or another continues to continues to or takes over the Senate and Congress.
2: Absolutely. And as we talk, Bob, you know, this is a concern a little bit I, on my end. I, I believe that, you know, we've really assumed, I think the institutional investment community has assumed that we're going to have a split Congress. Um, The split Congress helps from one major thing. It it, it keeps those tax breaks in place. You know, any type of increases in taxes would definitely impact uh, corporate growth and also some individuals as far as spending. So uh, I think that's going to be interesting to see how those play out. I mean, a a change uh, in control, if the Democrats take control of the Senate, then definitely those tax breaks. uh, you know, breaks come into question, and you probably see some tax increases uh, being proposed pretty quickly after those elections happen.
1: We're talking to Walt Sakira of the AKW Group, and he's talking to you at three three zero six seven three one two three four here on WNIR's Advice Line. Good morning. You're on the air.
2: Morning. Uh, I wondered about uh, Ventas, V-E-N-T-A-S, uh, symbol V-T-R. It's a nursing yeah. home stock. Is that anything that you've ever watched? Um, yeah, again, nursing home stocks, I mean, great trends here, um, you know, as far as just uh, the aging population and, uh, you know, these companies obviously are very interesting. Uh, when I look at Ventos, I mean, the last two quarters have been, uh, you know, a struggle for them. I, I think, again, a lot of COVID-related issues here as far as uh, probably admissions and the disruption of operations. But last two quarters, revenues were off 7%, uh, 1% the year, the quarter prior. Uh, earnings were off pretty significantly as well, so uh, again, you know long term trends are there um short term probably you know continue to struggle as we, as we get through this pandemic and and the economy continues to reopen, okay, thank you.
1: And thank you for calling 330-673-1234 to talk to Walt Secura of the AKW Group here in Akron. Let's talk about 2021 and what people are are looking forward to. A lot of people are concerned that, uh, like like in the late 90s and 2000, that what's happening in the market now is is like a bubble, like the so-called Internet bubble back then, that things are overvalued. And uh, when you get that high, there's only one other place to go, and that's down.
2: Yeah, Bob, I mean, there is a lot of signs of overvaluation. You know, the simplest one we look at is the forward price earnings ratio, the forward P ratio, which is at 22.1 times earnings. Um, that's at a big premium. We talk about the 25-year historical average of 16.54. Um, so, you know, you got a 30%-plus overvaluation in that forward P metric. Um, there's also a lot of comparisons you could make, um, you know, looking back, uh uh, you know to the early to the early 2000s you know we had an incredible amount of ipos um you know come to the market this year uh, there were over i think 500 um ipos uh you know that it showed that people were speculative they wanted you know new investments it was an easy market to raise money um these spacs um you know that there were 249 uh, blank check companies that that came out last year. So again, uh, people willing to fund companies that don't even really have a company underneath them yet. So it's it was quite interesting uh, type of year, and there is a lot of speculation. We saw the individual investor come back, and you know, very speculative trades. When we look at companies like Tesla that ran up so so high with really high valuations. So we definitely have to keep an, a, a, you know track of valuations. I think it's important that again, people use that. Uh, financial Financial discipline, have realistic expectations. Make sure you're taking a hard look at what you own and why you own it, and uh, that's that's what we do here every single day. You know, we think there's still opportunities out there, but uh, you have to be very careful as as to what you're putting your money into uh, here as we enter 2021.
1: Do you think that investor sentiment is going to continue to be as positive in this uh, year of 2021? yes
2: sentiment tends to run you know ahead of itself bob i mean again there is a lot of positive sentiment out there i think everybody's bought the narrative that this economy will continue to improve and um you know so i i think that's where people are at we see that in, in most every sentiment uh... you know kind of metric out there that people remain positive and uh... You know that changes when it changes. You know when people start to get negative, it's it's a quick thing. So again, be careful. You know those are those are things that we definitely pay attention to. We we don't like the over positive attitude of the market. Uh, again, I think it's uh, time to take a little bit of caution in the way you're looking at, at investing.
1: And of course, with the the vaccines that are out there, there was a great deal of optimism that we get back to a normal life sometime soon. But the vaccine rollout isn't going anywhere near as quickly as it would need to be and now they're talking about 2021 maybe another year just like 2020 without any real relief until 2022 do you think this is going to the vaccine rollout do you think that's going to have an impact on the investors now they look at the market if they don't see it happening fast enough it definitely could
2: bob especially in some of these recovery stocks and and recovery industries that we talked about um Again, some of the winners from last year may continue to get even more powerful this year because of the, uh, you know, the fact that the economy may not open as quickly. So that's something we definitely have to pay attention to and watch, uh, you know, over the next few months how, how things progress.
1: Let's shift over to Stock Talk right now with Walt Secure of the AKW Group in Akron, the time when he does talk about individual stocks that are out there, and we'll talk to you with your questions about stocks in the stock market. If you'd like to call us once more, those numbers are available to you. And the lines are all open, 330-673-1234 here in Akron. That's out of Akron, toll free, 800-669-4100. Well, you've been busy, of course, towards the end of the year. You made some purchases in your own portfolios. Last week, you bought in your core equity portfolio a stock called... I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Zoetis, Zoe, Zoetis, is that right? It's <laughs> close, Zoetis. 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 So, yeah. so, so, so who and what is Zoetis, and uh, why did you buy it for that core equity portfolio?
2: Well, Bob, we've looked at Zoetis for a long time. Um, Zoetis is a clear leader in global animal health care uh, industry. About half of their, uh, they, they create, you know, all kinds of um, medications, drugs, um uh, medicines vaccines diagnostics genetic techs, bio devices for uh, for for animals uh production animals you know animals that are on farms that uh are part of the the food chain system and also for companion animals you know dogs hat, cats horses uh they're again they're a global company um you know when you look at their operations uh uh, they have about 10,600 colleagues around the world they operate in about 100 countries uh and again a very strong uh company with uh you know a, a very strong outlook uh, again we we like this industry we've talked about it very often that we like uh, it's it's kind of been hidden in the past um in, in, really, uh, human healthcare companies, you know, there was an animal healthcare care uh, division, but Zoetist was one that was spun out and it operates on their own. Uh, they can reinvest a lot of their profits back into their research and development, and their pipeline. And, uh, again, we really like the company as we look out long term.
1: Now, when you look for new companies, uh, of course, you look for companies that are financially powerful and attractively priced. But what is your basic framework? to evaluate a company before you actually make a purchase for your portfolios.
2: Yeah, Bob, there's a lot of frameworks that we use, and it's important for people to have a framework or a process. Uh, one of the ones that we talk about is it's uh, it's called the CANSLIM system. It's basically running the stock through a couple screens, looking at the C stands for current earnings, uh, the A stands for annual earnings, uh, the N stands for something new, something that's driving the earnings. Uh, the S uh, it really applies to supply and demand, Uh, The L is if it's in a leadership uh, position. The I would be institutional ownership, and the M would be the general direction of the market and how this industry and sector plays to the market. So that's one framework. Um, We have a lot of them. Um, You know, we look at a lot of the great thinkers in the past, you know, people like Warren Buffett, Benjamin Graham, Peter Lynch. Uh, We've talked about, uh, you, you know, Martin Zweig. Uh, James Um uh, there's there's a lot of people that have frameworks that we take pieces and parts of some of the things that we really like about them and uh, we run these stocks through these screens uh, and again as you talked about at the end of the day the other really key component Bob is valuation I'm a big believer that uh, you can't get caught up in price you have to understand what the underlying company is worth you have to have some type of valuation perspective a lot of that is looking at cash flows it's understanding the cash cash flows of a company, and the growth rate of those cash flows. So there's a lot of work and diligence that goes into buying a stock for us. Um, We're not guessing. Uh, You know, we're doing a lot of due diligence and a lot of work, looking at a lot of metrics and and trying to make really sound investment decisions for our clients.
1: Now, as you look at the end of this uh, holiday season, what did we learn from this particular unusual holiday season about retail and about uh, uh, what retailers may be uh, doing well in 2021?
2: Yeah, Bob, you know, we continue to look at that retail space. It's always been a space where we've had investments. Uh, You know, we continue to have investments, as we talk about, in our core equity portfolio. And we're still an owner of Amazon. Uh, We're still an owner of Costco and Home Depot. In our small mid-cap portfolio, we continue to own Etsy, uh, Alta Beauty, uh, Chewy.com, and our Empowering Women. We have Lululemon and uh, uh, Target and Best Buy in there. Uh, again, what we look at retailers is, you know, we're looking at the ones that have the strong um, online networks. We saw an incredible jump in online sales uh, this holiday season. We don't think that's going away. Uh, The pandemic has fueled some of that, but we saw a lot of trends before that. Uh, We also see a lot of Uh, A new phenomenon that really has happened, Bob, where people research online and they they purchase offline. In other words, they do a lot of their research for products by going on and looking at customer reviews and websites and uh, doing a lot of comparisons, and they still like to go buy it at the store. Uh, we also see a lot of uh, retailer, a lot of uh, consumers using uh, the curbside pickup um, and again we don 't think those those kinds of things will will stop. those are really trends that are kind of set in place so there 's a lot of really fascinating trends that are happening um, as you know you know I was a college professor for a long time i taught, I taught a consumer behavior class for years i I find this stuff incredibly interesting, um, and it also is incredibly important. When you look at the business model of a company and the value that they're creating for consumers, uh, we're extremely, you know, competitive out there, Bob. Um, We want it the way we want it. And, again, we're going to look for companies that give it to us the way that we want it. And, uh, you know, I think the companies that step up to the challenge are going to be the winners. And, uh, again, those are going to be the good stocks to own as well.
1: Now, the other issue, of course, has been going on is the issue with China and China's own internal problems with uh, uh, stocks uh, like uh, Alibaba. And uh, they're having some problems there for one reason or another. The stock is under pressure, but it still it seems to be doing okay, recovering from some of the losses it had last week. Uh, what do you see in the future for the, that particular stock?
2: Yeah, Bob, I think all these Chinese stocks continue to be under pressure. And again, we, we remind investors of the political risk Um, You know, uh, investments in foreign countries, especially like China, you know, you you run into uh, risk, you know, as far as the way the government regulates these companies. Um, You know, in this case, a lot of people feel that this is a backlash, again, against Jack Ma, who's the founder of Alibaba, uh, who had some very disparaging remarks about Xi Jinping. Um, and that there's a little bit of a backlash going on against the company and this happens uh, sometimes uh, in foreign countries. You also have to worry about the accounting. You have to also worry about just, you know, the uh, the general the direction of the, of the currency of some of these, these countries. The good news, you know, for investors here, there is a playbook, though, if you look at these Chinese regulatory offenses. Um, Beijing overhauled rules on Internet gaming in 2018. Uh, They also overhauled uh, regulations for online educators in 2019. And while they did stunt the growth of a few of the stocks, those industries continued to flourish. And, you know, I think we have to be realistic about Alibaba. We talked about them being uh, a lot of national pride in this company, a very big part of uh, the competitiveness of China. And uh, even though, you know, there might be a little bit of, uh, you know, smacking Jack Ma on the knuckles here and making the company, you know, jump through some hoops, uh, I doubt if China will really damage the long-term, you know, competitiveness of Alibaba. So uh, we continue to be investors here. We continue to watch the news. Uh, it is a little unsettling however you know as investors this is what we get rewarded for we get rewarded for taking risk for understanding the risk that we take Uh, and it's a stock that we would continue to hold right now based on the risk or reward uh... you know parameters that we see
1: uh, during the the trump administration there's a lot of tension trade-wise especially between the u.s. and china uh, in fact the stock exchange is considering suspending some of the securities uh... that are traded there from uh... chinese companies do you think the new administration will change some of that tension with china
2: i think there's a belief that uh... you know under a new administration under a biden mm. white house uh, that there would be a little less tension between china i think china's banking on it that Uh, They'll be able to relax some of the restrictions and some of the uh, rhetoric and uh, the demands that are being put on them. So I think that's the general belief out there. There'll be a lot of pressure um, on Biden because, again, there is a lot of national concern right now and a lot of national pride. Uh, that has come up over the last few years. So, you know, any major policy changes, you know, might, might come under a little bit of scrutiny. But I think overall, we'll see a, a little different approach to China uh, than what we saw with the Trump administration.
1: Remind you that uh, the AKW Group is affiliated with the Robert W. Baird Company. And with the Baird Company, they can offer you not only just investment services, but all kinds of other planning help and retirement planning, estate plan reviews, tax reviews. Tax season is coming up, of course, calculations, uh, IRMD, and IRA illustrations. They can talk about Roth conversions and how to take your social security. They can talk about stock options analyses and transaction tax analyses. So it's not just that they put your clients' money in these individual stock portfolios. through a whole range of financial services that uh, hopefully many of their clients are taking advantage of. As we mentioned, we are beginning a year that stay, uh, taxes will come due in April. There may be some very unusual tax situations because of, of the ups and downs of uh, 2020. So you may want to get some good expert advice, and that's what they give the clients when you become a client of the folks at the AKW Group here in Akron and also in Washington, Pennsylvania. So as a New Year starts, Walt, well, everybody makes New Year's resolutions. So if you're talking about financial New Year's resolutions, what kind of resolution does somebody make to better their financial goals here in 2021? Yeah,
2: Bob, I think everyone should really commit um, to some financial health. You know, I, I, I think uh, we can all do a better job. Uh, we can, you know, make sure we check the roadmap of what we created. If we don't have one, it's time to create one uh for our finances um you know look at your estate plan i think this year showed the significance of you know having some key documents in place uh uh, you know, like a healthcare, a durable, you know, power of attorney, um, a will, you know, things of that nature. I, I think everybody should do a little bit of review and talk to their uh, advisors out there. Um, you know, review your beneficiary designations. Uh, you know, make sure you're communicating with your loved ones and that they understand the the financial plan you have in place. Uh, it's also a great time to rebalance, uh, to look at your portfolio, to try to improve your portfolios. Um, you know, we're a big believer that, you know, everybody should get better. So. You know, I always hear people say, "Well, I'm happy with what I have," but you know, can it be better? And and I think uh, that's what we offer. You know, we, we definitely will take a look at anyone's portfolio and tell them what they're doing good, and, and if they have a great portfolio, we'll send them on their way with a pat on the back. But uh, if there's ways to improve, people should be looking for that. And I think it's really important. You know, coming off of a, a good year, uh, people get complacent; they just assume everything's going to be okay. But it's the next steps that you take. So, uh, you know, just The commitment to health and and, and making sure that, you know, you're doing all you can, you know, to continue to have prosperity in your financial plan as you go through 2021 and, and into the future.
1: And, of course, 2020 was a very significant year for the AKW Group. You uh, adapted that name, the AKW Group, and you also opened an office in Washington, Pennsylvania, with colleague Sue Marshall heading that office. Hopefully there are people listening there right now on WNR.com to, to you, Walt, and, and the good program that you have here. But uh, this is the big Sunday, the Browns versus the Steelers. Uh, how are the two offices getting along on this, or, or is this an area where you just kind of uh, lay back and uh, not talk about much? Yeah, this is
2: a week we don't talk a lot. I yeah, we definitely have pretty strong opinions on our local teams. Uh you know, I think finally we have a rivalry uh that's come back to the table. Uh it's been years and years and years that we've been beat up by the Steelers and hopefully today we we'll, you know the Browns will change the uh the course of of that experience that all these poor browns fans have suffered with here <laughs> in north east ohio but uh... you know i think the people over in washington pa would tell me different and tell me that we're going to be sad at the end of the day and let's just hope that we can prove them wrong Bob.
1: and what about your own resolutions for twenty twenty one
2: well bob as i get older I, I think they become simpler and simpler and you i i saw this one by charlie munger who's uh... the partner of warren buffett and i have to adopt it he said you know i try to avoid being stupid uh the single most important thing is to know, you know, what you're competent at and what you're not. And and I tell people this all the time. There's a lot of things that I could do, uh, but there's a lot of things that I shouldn't do. Uh there's things that I'm really good at and those are the things I try to focus on. So at 55 years old, you know, you start to learn. Um, you know, sometimes it's it's important to focus on the things that you do really, really well. And uh, we'll we'll focus on taking care of people's money here. And uh, you know, when my will needs change, I'll still take it to Claiborne Ford out in Kent, Ohio.
1: Excellent. So, the first week of 2021, uh, what we should we be looking for?
2: Well, Bob, we'll start to get. You know, it's the end of the year, so again, we'll get geared up for uh, earnings reports. There'll be a lot of economic data. We'll continue to watch the the COVID-19 situation and, and you know, what the government does. Obviously, this next week, those elections down in Georgia are a big one, and we'll definitely pay attention to the results uh, as we get to the end of the week.
1: Walt Sakara, the managing partner of the AKW Group in Akron and Fairlawn on West Market Street, call them at 234-466-7476. That's 234 234-466- 466 7476. Over there in Washington, Pennsylvania, Steeler Country, contact Sue Marshall at 412-480- 5090. 412- 480- heard him on WNIR, Kent Akron. So, Walt Secura, thanks for being with us. Have a great week and a great new year. We'll talk to you next Sunday. Thanks, Bob.
3: During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. AstraZeneca PLC, symbol AZN, Alibaba Group Holding Limited, symbol B-A-B-A, Amazon.com, symbol A-M-Z-N, Best Buy, Inc., symbol B-B-Y, Chewy, Inc., symbol C-H-W-Y, Costco Wholesale Corporation, symbol C-O-S-T, Etsy, Inc., symbol E-T-S-Y, Home Depot, Inc., symbol H-D, Lululemon, symbol L-U-L-U, Tesla, Inc., symbol T-S-L-A. Target Corporation symbol TGT, Alta Beauty symbol ULTA, Ventas Inc symbol VTR, and Zoetis Inc symbol ZTS. Please note that Robert W. Baird & Company Incorporated makes a market in all the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast. In addition, Robert W. Baird & Company Incorporated and or its affiliates manage or co-manage a public offering of Alibaba Group Holding Limited in the past 12 months. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated and or its affiliates have received investment banking
2: compensation from Alibaba Group Holding Limited in the past 12 months.